Welcome to Harvest Time. My name is Chris Harper, and our host on this program is Pastor Gary Walton, the pastor of Harvest Baptist Church. We often spend these 25 minutes together telling you the stories of our church by interviewing our members and other friends of the ministry. At this point in the program, we also want to personally invite you to services this Sunday at Harvest Baptist Church. There are two services, the first at 9 a.m., the second at 11 a.m., COVID safety protocols are in place at both services, and we'd love to see you at either. And during our 9 a.m. service, we have a live stream. You can find that at hbcguam.org, hbcguam.org. This week, we'll be back in our Jesus Changes Everything series, this time Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 and 14, Life's Greatest Decision. Let's begin today's harvest time by welcoming Pastor Gary Walton. Hi, Pastor. Half a day, Chris. Boy, it feels like, you know, now just the week after Easter, I think our whole church is still buzzing with the excitement of, of our time together, worshiping our God. And we had such a phenomenal crowd of people that came out over the Easter day. We had three different services, many, many guests that came and were part of our worship time together and just talking about the resurrection. It really was an awesome Sunday. And we'd like to invite you, if you're listening, to join us again this Sunday. I'd tell you this for sure. You won't be the only one that's a guest there. God has just sent many people every week. We have many people that are there for the first time and, uh, you know, especially around this Easter season. So if you don't have a church home and you've been sort of sensing this idea that you got to get back to church or you got to find a church. Let me encourage you to come this Sunday. We are going to be looking into the word like we always do in Matthew chapter 7 right now. You know, verses 13 and 14 are familiar, I think, to a lot of people. That's the passage about this idea that there's a straight gate, a narrow gate, and a broad gate, and a broad way, and we have to decide what path we're going on. I mean, that's why the title is Life's Greatest Decision. So I'd invite you to come, if you would, this Sunday for either one of those services. We would love to have you as we look into God's Word. Well, I'm very excited about the guests that we're going to introduce to you today on Harvest Time. I'm going to let them introduce themselves here in just a minute. But before we do that, I'll tell you, we've got Chris, and we've got Hayden, and we have John. They're all fifth-year graduating seniors at Harvest Baptist Bible College. And they're going to kick us off today with something a little bit unusual. I asked them to come and sing for us. And so they're going to sing. And then when we're done, we'll come back and introduce them to you. Serve you faithfully, here am I, Lord. 
close beside Here am I, Lord, send me Here am I, Lord, send me I will serve you faithfully Here am I, Lord, send me Wow, that was awesome, you guys. Thank you so much for uh, sharing. And it's, a, it's an incredible testimony of, I think, I, you know, I know you guys pretty well. It's a testimony of your hearts where you're saying, here am I, Lord, you know, wherever you want me to go, I'm willing to go. And so I'm excited about introducing you guys to those that might be listening here today. In fact, why don't we do that? Why don't we just go down the row? We've got three of you guys, fifth-year seniors at Harvest Baptist Bible College. Hayden, let's start with you. Why don't you tell us who you are and where you're from, and then maybe if you could tell us how you got to HBBC. Hello. My name is Hayden Giralmut. I'm from the island of Palau, and I'm a fifth year. I'm graduating this year. I didn't even know about the harvest growing up, and then there was one. Her name is Josie. She came here, and she came back to Palau, and and she said that she was here. It's like, what kind of school is that? So I heard about it, and I really wanted to come. I was young then, and that's how God led me here. And I made some mistakes, but God was faithful, and that really put my heart that I want to be here. So that's why I'm here. Yeah, awesome, Hayden. We'll talk some more about kind of the God's process of growing you guys. But John, why don't you introduce yourself? Half a day. My name is John McLean Masawa, but just call me McLean. I'm from the island of Palau, and uh, like Hayden, I, I never knew where Harvest was. So my pastor began talking to me about it, and in my mind, I wanted to go either to Texas, where my uncle is, or become a soldier and join the army. But uh, my pastor, John Clapp, Pastor John Clapp, he came to me and, why don't you try out Harvest for one year? And so... I came for one year, and one year began, uh, became two years and three years, and next thing you know, I have this relationship with people, and my walk with God is closer than ever. So, ironically, my plan for joining the army, God, instead of using, well, going to the army, God used that desire 
for me to join his army yeah. uh, to go back home and we'll talk more about that. But yeah, that's, yeah. That's how I got. Awesome. Uh, awesome, McLean. Thanks. Hello, my name is uh, Chris Menjo Asusamal. I'm from uh, the island of Yap, basically. I'm from the other island of uh, Yap, the island they call it uh, Iveluk. And um, I've never heard about the harvest before, but when I got saved at um, Faith Baptist Church, and it was um, Bob Whitmore who uh, led me to the Lord. And that's in Yap, right? That's in Yap, Maine. So um, I got saved from there, and uh, I usually, when they come pick me up at my house, and I usually uh, listen uh, to their disc, it's uh, HPI. And I was like, whoa, who's uh, singing here? Like, there's no drums or keyboard. All I hear is just like island music, like uh, strumming and uh, they're doing like a harmonize and some of the accent, I can tell it's an island accent when they're singing. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was asking uh, Uncle Bob and he was uh, like, oh, these are HPI. And, uh, and when, one day if you graduate, we can help you to go there. They're like talking about harvest. And then I saw my cousin came from here. His name is Brendan Melmai. He's in Marshall now. He came to Yap and uh, help out for the camp and uh, he shared his testimony, and that's uh, really encouraging. Like it motivated me. I want like motivate me want to come here to harvest. So during my senior year in uh, high school, there's uh, two decisions that uh, they gave it to me. It's uh, either going to uh, Hawaii to uh, stay with my uncle and attend school there, or uh, join uh, this school they call it uh, FMI. That's where they uh, train to be a fisherman mm. or a captain, ship captain, or ship uh, worker. So. Um, Later on, same time, I took the test for uh, harvest, and then the Lord answered my prayer. I received my acceptance letter, and I told my dad, you know what, I want to go to harvest. And uh, he was like, whatever you choose, I'll go for it. What you love, I, mm. I'll follow. So I uh, picked here. I came here. I, was, <laughs> I never leave my parents alone. Yeah. It was really hard. But as uh, days goes by, I'm so glad to see brothers and sisters in Christ that they're able to encourage me just to smile on their face. Yeah, it's awesome. And I want to uh, ask you guys some more questions about that. I meant to say this earlier as you were singing that, man, I was just so moved by that. And I wanted to join in with you, but I didn't think my accent, I don't know how good my Micronesian accent is. I'm going to have to work <laughs> on that so I can be part of the group. But yeah, really, I appreciate each of you. For our listeners, these three guys are part of our senior class that's going to be graduating here in just a couple months. It's coming up quick, and they've had a lot of interesting things as a part of their college career, including this last year. You know, everybody else, you know, they had a lot of changes in their class schedules and just a lot of things that have happened. But these guys have persevered, they've endured. And they've grown, and I've watched that happen just so cool over the last uh, couple years as you guys have matured and your hearts are to follow Jesus, and I'm so excited about that. Chris shared a little bit of his testimony. McLean, you want to share yours, and, and Hayden, I'll ask you too, just briefly, but tell us how you came to know Jesus and what God did to draw you to himself. I would say from the age of 8 to 12, I, I, I don't really remember but I do remember praying that sinner's prayer where my teacher, I used to go to a Protestant church, and my Sunday school teacher would say, God cannot hear you unless you ask Jesus to come in your life. And so 
one night I saw my grandma, she's battling with some health issues right now. She fainted. And in my mind, I, I need to pray. I need to ask God to, to help her. Mm-hmm. And then that, that voice that came in my head, God cannot hear you unless you pray the sinner's prayer where Jesus comes in your life and he changes you at that time. And then that's when I prayed, Lord Jesus, I, I ask you to be my Savior. I, I know I'm a sinner, but I, I need you right now. Mm-hmm. So that's a, a brief testimony you know, at that time that I received Jesus into my heart. But over the years, I kind of went back, and I remember those nights where I just wake up at night and I pray, God, I need to know you more, but I feel like I'm not. The church that I'm going to, it's not bad at all. It's just that I do not understand much. And that's when God, through his guidance, he led John Zimmer out of nowhere. John Zimmer and John Clapp came, and, and that's where my walk with the Lord started growing and growing. But the point where I met Jesus was when I was young, like yeah. probably in the age of nine, nine or ten. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Hayden, what about you? While growing up, I never went to church. Yeah, I never really going to church. And one day during the summer, we heard about the Island Jams back home. And that's a program that the church that I go to now back home is they're the ones who are making the program. And it's uh, a basketball tournament, yeah, basketball, right? Yeah, basketball yeah. tournament. And, uh, and me and this, we grew up, me and McLean grew up together and we made a team for us to go and play. Then we play basketball, and then after everything's done, they give out the prize, and after that, they share the gospel. And that's like the first time I've heard the gospel, but I never really thought about it. But every summer, they're doing the same thing, and I, they keep sharing the same gospel. And it didn't really hit me at that time when I was 15, but I remember a chant club. He used to stay beside our, our village. And he always invited me to come to the youth and I will make excuses and stuff like I cannot go. But the Lord really, instead of me going, he put his ministry where we play basketball at every Friday night. So at that time, I really didn't want to join. But God is like really working in my heart. But I didn't even know at the time. I decided, to, oh, let me try it out and check what's going on. So that's when I start knowing to learn and, and then uh, Easter 2011, that's when I put my faith in Christ. Easter is your spiritual birthday then. Wow, that's awesome. In God's uh, goodness, he directed all three of you guys here to harvest, to to study and to prepare. I think one of you said this a little bit earlier, but I hear it a lot. You guys really call each other brothers, right? Brothers and sisters. What does that mean to you? And why do you you say that? Maybe not all three of you, but anybody want to answer that? McLean, what would you say? Why do you guys call yourselves brothers? I think it's this idea where, yes, although we're not blood relatives, um, we're from different islands, different families, different backgrounds, but we all share the blood of Christ, which makes us brothers. We live with each other. We fight with each other. (laughs) We grow with with each other. (laughs) And that's basically what brothers are. (laughs) They go through a lot. There's this verse where... I think Hayden, I don't know, I think it's in Proverbs. Brother is born for adversity. Mm. And, you know, even though I have my own brothers back home, I consider these guys to be the same as them. Mm. And I, I think that's what, in my mind, as brothers, yeah. we are family. 
Yeah, that's good. I mean, I watch you guys. You know, you do share, and you sacrifice together. And uh, there's hard days, and there's celebration days, and yeah, there there really is a brotherhood that happens. I've been around all the islands, and there's Harvest HBBC graduates, and there's a link between you guys now and them as as well. I mean, it really is a beautiful family that have come through Harvest over the years, and and uh, you know our desires that. That family would just continue to serve and please God. Uh, Hayden, let me ask you this. Tell me about what would be maybe the biggest lesson or the thing that you have enjoyed most about being here over these years. One thing that I've learned here is be more flexible in everything you do. Mm. There are some things that might come up that you won't expect, but be more flexible. But also God really taught me to be patient because you deal a lot like work, school, studies, and uh, those th- all th- and ministries too, and those things can be overwhelming. But just be patient, and then ask God for strength. And that's what I've really learned from here to overcome those uh, trials that I went through. Chris, what about you? What do you think have been the biggest challenges for you if, as you've been here, and and maybe the things have been the biggest victories for you? For me, the biggest challenge for me when I was uh, here, like not the uh, Seeing my dad come around, my dad, I usually see him. He always fly, like have meeting for the government. And now I don't see him anymore. It's like, it's hard. So mm-hmm. I just, sometimes I, I, I just call them. I also learned my uh, lesson that, uh, you know, I also have family here mm-hmm. that I have to depend on, like the campus family and uh, even the brothers and sisters. What is your plans, Chris, for after you graduate? Here in May, we're going to have a graduation, and we don't know what's happening travel-wise, right? So, so we're not sure about that piece. But if God allows you and travel is okay, what would be your, your plans after graduation? Plan after graduation, I was planning to uh, get more experience in other uh, ministry and then take those experience and then bring it home. And uh, if God's willing, I might uh, you know, get married later on in future and have someone that will serve with me in ministry and uh, looking forward if it's God's will. I'm praying for that too. Bring it home would mean, you know, back to the island that, yep. that you... Uh, bring it to the main. And uh, the only way to... Because uh, I'm from the far island, which is, if you look far from the main, and uh, the way I see it is uh, the way to bring the gospel there. I have to build a group on the main that are from that island and have good connection to each other and then able to go there and ministry to them. And uh, like uh, what Pastor uh, Paul did uh, a couple years ago, he likes to do like uh, solar. So he flew over to Wellia, it's almost closer to Ivaluk. So he went there and he do uh, solar stuff there for the school because that's what they need, solar. Mm. So I don't know what I heard this. There's, uh, I forget, there's numbers of men from where I got saved. Mm-hmm. And that's another island that they also have culture too. Yeah. Yeah, so that's something that I'm praying for and trying to prepare for it after graduation, get, gain more experience and then. Yeah, we're praying with you as well that if God would, that you'd have the opportunity to bring it home. I really like how you said that, bring the gospel home. McLean, what's your plans after graduation? Bring it home. Hey, all right. <laughs> I like it. Um, hopefully, 
prayerfully that the flights would open, head back home, help out Ruete in the ministry. I have been praying for that, praying for him. And, you know, it seems like a lot of things are, with him being back home, I've never been more burdened mm -hmm. to go and um, serve God at Palau alongside Ruete. Amen. Amen. Hayden, what about you? So same for me. I want to go back and go back to Palau and share the gospel because I know there's a lot of people there that really need the gospel and sometimes it's like they don't even know where to turn when the heart when they're struggling. But that's my plan to go back home if the flights open up and uh, we can help Rote and and he's been uh, telling us to hey make sure you have to come mm -hmm. so. Yeah, that's the plan for us to go back. Yeah, it's awesome to think that right now on Palau and then Yap and uh, Ifaluk, is that close? Yep. There's uh, right now there's a little there's a little Hayden and there's a little McLean and there's a little Crispin Joel. They got a different name, but they might be five years old right now or they might be eight years old, but they need Jesus and they need somebody that would come and tell them and show them what it means to live a life that is lived for God. And man, and uh, just, just think of the families that are there that God wants you to go back and to share. And so uh, we're praying for you. We're so glad that God brought you here. Um, in many ways, you know, we, we'd like to keep you um, because of our, our love, but we know that God's called you here in order to prepare, in order to serve. So our prayers that uh, you would faithfully serve, serve God first, and then serve God, serve your people as God allows you to. And we'll we'll pray for God's blessing in your lives. Thanks, you guys. I wish we had more time. Thanks for being on Harvest Time today, and we'll be excited to see you graduate and see what God does in your future. And thank you for listening to Harvest Time. Well, at this point in the program, we always want to just personally invite you again to Harvest Baptist Church this Sunday. We do have two services, the first at 9 a.m., the second at 11 a.m. We have COVID safety protocols in place at both of those services. We'd love to see you at either one. During our 9 a.m. service, we also offer a live stream. You can find that at hbcguam.org, hbcguam.org. And this week, we'll be back in our series, Jesus Changes Everything. And this time in Matthew 7, verses 13 and 14, life's greatest decision. Thanks again for listening to Harvest Time.